Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 320. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. For the podcast, The King is Coming Soon, via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the series The Moves of God. Today's special guest speaker is Bishop Louis Crawford of Georgetown, Guyana, South America. Bishop Crawford has been serving the Lord for more than 60 years. He is the senior pastor of the House of Prayer, Tuckville Assembly of God Church, located in Georgetown, Guyana. Reverend Crawford also serves as the executive presbyter of the Assemblies of God Body in Guyana. He is also one of the leaders of intercessors for Guyana and the Georgetown Ministers Fellowship. Bishop Crawford also has other ministerial responsibilities. He has been married to his dear wife, Reverend Faye Crawford, for nearly 50 years. Together they have two daughters and three grandchildren. Reverend Crawford is a trained pilot and he served as co-pilot and captain on domestic and international flights. He has purposed in his heart that he will serve the Lord. Thus he remains grounded in the word of God and his passion is praying for his beloved country, Guyana that every community would be transformed through prayers. This is Reverend Crawford's fourth presentation in the podcast. Please stay tuned. Today, Bishop Crawford will share with us on From age 17 to 110 years old, we see Joseph. On his dying bed, he assures the children of Israel God shall return them to Canaan. What does he ask them to do for him when that time comes? Why? Today's scripture text is taken from Psalm chapter 25, verses 1 to 2, 10 to 15, and 19 to 20. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. 
All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. This text came from the New King James Version. We will definitely see here that this psalm of David titled Acoustic Prayer for Instruction reflects the dependency he had towards God. It didn't matter the issues he faced. He came before God with all his problems at all times. While David presented his case to the Lord and he appealed to him for justice, he also took time to pray, asking for forgiveness of his own sins. He described his iniquity as great. Moreover, David took time to praise the Lord and exalt him. Please internalize the fact that David trusted in the Lord and he feared him, yet he experienced troubles. Thus, you are urged not to be shocked when troubles come into your life as you pursue a godly lifestyle. David urges us all to fear the Lord. He further reiterated that his eyes were ever toward the Lord, for he shall save him from the nets set by his enemies. Like David, let us purpose in our hearts to serve the Lord. Let us take all our cares and troubles to him and reaffirm daily that we will trust the Lord no matter what. David asked the Lord repeatedly that he should not let him be put to shame. Let us pray for this as well. Today we will listen to this very beautiful song, Through It All, by Geta Vocal Band with Cece Winers and Andre Crouch, found on YouTube.
Andre come to piano. Andre Kraus. You have been a very important part of the Billy Graham ministry. Not only the songs you've written, but many times you've been on their program. Cliff, it's good to see him again. Thank God for CC, you want to come up and help him on this?
In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on from age 17 to 100 years old, we see Joseph. On his dying bed, he assures the children of Israel, God shall return to Canaan. What does he ask them to do for him when that time comes? Why? Please stay tuned as we continue in the series, The Moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed the program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the House of Prayer Tuckville Assembly of God Church, located in Tuckville, Georgetown, Guyana. The senior pastor is Bishop Louis Crawford. The House of Prayer Tuckville Assembly of God Church meets for Sunday services in person and via Facebook at 7.30 a.m. And afterwards, they gather for Sunday school for one hour from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. On Wednesday evenings, the House of Prayer also meets for Bible study at 6.30 p.m. Please make plans to attend this week. You will be welcomed and loved upon by the church family. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 320. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, November 18th, the White House released a proclamation that was issued by the President of the United States of America. The White House revealed that President Joseph Biden proclaimed November 20th through November 26th, 2022, as National Family Week. Moreover, President Biden submitted that during National Family Week, they will celebrate the power of family, whose love and dreams for the future have made this nation strong for generations. In closing, President Biden contended that the past few years have been tough. But there were so many bright spots to give the United States hope and optimism. He stressed that there was more for the administration to do, such as providing affordable child care, paid family leave, and home care for seniors. We'll take our second break. This segment comes to you with the compliments 
of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Leib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 9 a.m. You can also find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach, at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website, info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and the team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and Middle East news highlights, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs on Tuesday, November 15th, reported that President Isaac Herzog addressed the state opening of the 25th Knesset. President Herzog opened his speech by addressing the terror attack that had taken place that day on Tuesday of this week in Ariel. The Israeli president stated that Israel will continue to stand firmly and assertively everywhere and always against acts of terror and hatred that rear their heads and menace them all. Further, he expressed condolences on behalf of the entire Israeli people. He added that he shares the deep grief of the victims' families and of the city of Ariel. And he stressed that he will pray for the health of the injured. Likewise, President Herzog warned Israel's enemies and those who wish them ill, including those responsible for this attack. To those who would have Israel divided and weak, he wished to send this unambiguous message. You shall not succeed in rattling Israel's might and her cohesion, not by means of threats, not through violence, not through terror, nor by means of foolish endeavors on the international stage. And those who rise up to destroy Israel will always find that Israel is ready and determined one hand clutching a weapon and the other extended in peace, contended the President of Israel. Lastly, the President addressed the Knesset, saying that he wished to bless them and the incoming God at the 25th Knesset 
and especially new members of the Knesset, the leader of opposition and the candidate who has been assigned the task of forming a government, Benjamin Netanyahu, M.K., and members of the 37th government to be formed in its time with this blessing. And this is the blessing. May he who calls his name to dwell in this house cause love and brotherhood, peace and camaraderie to dwell among you. This is your most important task. This is the mission of this house, he intoned. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by yours truly, Cherb Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Please order your copy today to hear of this love relationship between God and Israel. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, November 18th, President Joseph Biden proclaimed November 20th through November 26th, 2022 as National Family Week. Internationally, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs on Tuesday, November 15th reported that President Isaac Herzog addressed the state opening of the 25th Knesset. President Herzog opened his speech by addressing the terror attack that had taken place that day on Tuesday of this week in Ariel. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series, The Moves of God. On Monday, we focused on how joyous and comforting for Israel, going to Egypt to be with Joseph, to hear the reassurances from God that he will go to Egypt with him. On Wednesday, it was Joseph as Prime Minister of Egypt demonstrated wisdom, compassion and good managerial skills to guarantee the preservation of Egypt. What factors shaped his character? Likewise, on Friday, our special guest speaker will share with us on from age 17 to 110 years old, we see Joseph. On his dying bed, he assures the children of Israel, God shall return them to Canaan. What does he ask them to do for him when that time comes? Why? Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Eventually, 
a new king came to power in Egypt, who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. This text was taken from Exodus chapter 1, verse 8, from the New Living Translation. Bishop Crawford takes us through the Word of God to show us the root or the basis of Joseph's faith that made him commit the children of Israel to take his body with them back to Canaan. This is a very insightful presentation. You may need to listen to it more than once. However, please see from Bishop Crawford's discourse, the promises of God will always be established despite the length of time they may take. For Israel, they were in Egypt for 400 years before the time came for their departure. How long have you been waiting for your promise? Kindly listen with rapt attention and see what the Lord will reveal to you via this presentation. Please let's welcome our special guest, Bishop Louis Crawford. Greetings. Thank God for his word. Our topic today, from age 17 to 120 years old, we see Joseph. On his dying bed, he assured the chain of Israel, God shall return them to Canaan. What does he ask them to do for him when that time comes? And why? Genesis chapter 50, and verse 24. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am dying, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land of which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph took an oath from the chain of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. His request is based on God's promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. While he's alive, and for even after his death, he's declaring the immutability of God's promises. Second in chapter 4, verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke, we also believe, and therefore speak. The promise was long-standing in its fulfillment. Genesis chapter 15, verse 12. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in the land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. But in the fourth generation, they shall return here. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, Your descendants have given this land. It will be 400 years, but Joseph's ancestors had made provision. In 400 years, they would be dead, but were still claiming a stake in what God had promised. Even though they'd be dead, they set everything on God. In Genesis chapter 23, 
Abram's wife, Sarah, dies. He is not yet in possession of the land. Abram has an eye to the future, so he buys a burial place. Genesis chapter 23, verse 1. Sarah lived 120 years. So Sarah died in Kirjat Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abram came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abram stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, Give me property for a bare place among you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the sons of Heth answered Abram, saying, Hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choices of our bare places. None of us will withhold from you this bare place. We note, it says, the choices of places he was offered. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, the field and the key which was in it, were deeded to Abraham as a possession. So the field and the key were deeded to Abraham. It says it was deeded to Abraham. Now let me give you a picture of how God views property or promises that he has deeded to you. In Jeremiah chapter 32, the king of Babylon comes to destroy Jerusalem. Jeremiah told King Zedekiah that the city will be taken. Nonetheless, God told Jeremiah to buy property there. And even so, in the face of imminent destruction, God also gave Jeremiah a sign that this is what he should do, even though this seemed to be a futile proposition. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 9. Jeremiah says, So I bought the field and weighed out to him the money, 70 shekels of silver. And thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Take these deeds, both this purchase deed, which is sealed, and this deed which is open, and put them in an earthen vessel, that they may last many days. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. What do you say when faced with such a challenge from the Lord of hosts? This is what Jeremiah did. Now when I delivered the purchase deed, I prayed to the Lord, saying, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth. By your great power and outstretched arm, there is nothing too hard for you. Joseph understood the principle of claiming the promise of God, and he followed the example of faith of those who had gone before. Genesis chapter 49. Jacob speaking here. Then he charged them and said to them, I am to be guarded to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field of Ephron the Hittite as a possession for a burial place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife. And there they buried Leah. We know that they are all in the land on the promises of God. We can say that they are on the promises of God. Joseph is following the same example of faith. Hebrews 11.22 By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the chain of Israel and gave instruction concerning his bones. How did this end? Well, Exodus chapter 13 from verse 19 and it tells us thus, And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had charred the chain of Israel 
on the solemn oath saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. So they took their journey from Succoth and camped in Etham at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead away, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So we noted that even to his bones, God fulfilled his word. And even that is all that is left, he is faithful to his word. And God says the same to you. He is faithful to his word. And when we walk by faith on his promises, when we claim them and walk in them, God is sure to fulfill his word. Matters not how long. The children of Israel is 400 years, but God was still faithful. And so we want to trust God. It doesn't matter how it looks. We believe that our God he is faithful to the end. Amen, and God bless you. On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Bishop Crawford, as he shared with us the story of faith that outlasted the patriarchs as well as others in the Bible, including Joseph. Bishop Crawford referenced the scripture from the book of Jeremiah in chapter 32, where at the point of the destruction of the kingdom of Judah, the Lord tells Jeremiah to purchase property as a sign that the Lord will return the captivity of Judah to their historic homeland. As we go to prayer, Bishop Crawford argued that Joseph understood the principle of claiming the promises of God and that he followed the example of faith of those who had gone before. Question. Do you believe the promises of God? Please, let's pray. Abba Father, who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We come before you acknowledging you are the great king you are lord of lords god almighty the ancient of days you have been on the throne from time immemorial and you will remain on the throne in fact in our last podcast in psalm 24 david proclaimed that you are the king of glory you are the lord god almighty so we worship you following the pattern from david in our psalm today we acknowledge that we have sinned against you search our hearts O god and forgive us of our sins lord we acknowledge our dependency on you and we petition you to help us as we look to you from earth to heaven for our help for david said at one time all of his help comes from you therefore all of our help comes from you we ask you to help us to trust you and to remain faithful in believing your word in our affairs so that we will pass on the word to our seed that they too will believe the word of god what is the pertinent word for our generation? Jesus is coming soon. Therefore, 
Help us to teach this message and to share with others who don't know that Jesus is coming soon. And for those who know, help us to encourage each other with this word that the Lord is coming soon so that we can all be ready when he comes. He's coming for a prepared bride. This is an inevitable event that shall take place. Therefore, help us to believe your word, not only for this, but all the other promises you've given us in our personal lives. Let us look to you in faith and believe your word. In Jesus' name, amen. For those who have listened to this podcast today and have never made a decision to serve the Lord, or at some time you served him and walked away, Please join with us as we pray for you. Father, today I've heard your word, that you are faithful and trustworthy. I repent of my sins. I present myself to you to desire your lordship in my life, that I will serve you and that you will be my God and Saviour and Lord and that I will not turn back, even in difficult times. Help me to hold fast to your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. You're listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 320. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Soke, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cares, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com I'd like to thank our sponsors. I also would like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Urkuch, who sounded the shofar, and to our special guest speaker, Bishop Louis Crawford. He remarked that Moses taking Joseph's bones with them to Canaan showed the word of God was fulfilled. Bishop Crawford reiterated that God was faithful to his word. He emphasized matters not how long the children of Israel waited for 400 years, but God was still faithful. And so we must trust God. It doesn't matter how long it looks. We must believe that God is faithful to the end. He comforted us. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.